The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. I am Professor Snipe, and this is the Potterhood Podcast with Nico Wright and Will Poznan. You're here to enjoy the subtle science and exact art of podcasting. As there's a little foolish wand waving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. However, for those select few who possess the predisposition, enjoy the show. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Nico White. I'm Will Posnan. And we are the Potterhood Podcast. We're back in person. We're back in good form. Let's holler out producer right quick. Max, what's going on with you? I'm good. We uh, we still don't have the microphones that uh, Will would want, but these these <laughs> sound better than what we were using before, so it's still, uh, it's still a plus. It's a win-win for everybody. Now, having said that, Will, man, tell them what we're doing today, man. Uh, we're doing a deep dive on Neville Longbottom, mm-hmm. who's an underrated character. I mean, I kind of have we said every single character is underrated except like the biggest, the big three. I mean, I think Neville goes without saying. So, is Neville actually underrated? Actually, I think he's an overrated character. And there you go. <laughs> that's that's what I wanted to discuss with you because even as it came up, right when you said we were going to do a deep dive into Neville, I was like, is there any way that we can talk about Neville? that we haven't already talked about Neville, right? And, yeah. And as soon as I gave it a second, I was like, is Neville overrated? So let me ask y'all, Max, what, do you think Neville Longbottom is overrated? Yeah, I would say so. I think it's because he, uh, I think he was probably underrated for so long that I think when people like came around on him, it went the other way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell, tell me when. Tell me when you noticed it, bro. Because I can tell you when I noticed it. I think uh, probably around like the end when I think as soon as people started being like, "Oh, he got hot." I think that's I think when it yep. shifted. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. As soon as as soon as it became, oh, look at Neville. Like, oh, he grew up so. As soon as it became that, it's like all his little moments almost got cast to the side in the movies, right? I think in the books, we can fight for Book Neville being underrated to a point. But I want to say that maybe right around book six, after they went to the uh, the Ministry of Magic, after they encountered Bellatrix Lestrange, I think Neville having gone through so much early on made the entire fan base feel for me. Like Max said... Once things change, he just went into overdrive with the fans. You know what I mean? So for that reason, I'm going to say I think he's a little bit overrated. And post everything, what did Neville really... Ah, you know what? I can't even say that. I have I, have I was about to so say what much. did Neville really do, but Neville became a teacher. I have so much to say about Shoot. this. Okay. So starting with whether he's overrated or underrated, 
I think that you were, and we'll talk about this. We're going to look at book Neville and also movie Neville, but in regards to both of them or in regards to book Neville and the way that they interact, uh, I think that book Neville, the, the hard thing to say is that book Neville is overrated Okay. in that book, book Neville is supposed to be a comedic character and when you really think about it there's so many funnier characters and this is i'm gonna try to do something really uh all over the place here with this and i'm gonna try to like weave my neville answer all through this to whether neville's overrated or underrated so this isn't my final answer but this is the beginning of it gotcha book neville is not nearly as funny Mm -hmm. as other funny characters he has to compete with. He's not as funny as Ron and Hermione, right. let alone like Fred and George or Luna or all these other one-off characters that are funnier than him. Right. Um, he has other redeeming qualities. Similarly, movie Neville, they chose the kid actor because they thought he'd be funny. That actor is not that funny, but he has other redeeming qualities. But they could have had. They definitely could have had a better Neville in the movie. But they also could have had a worse Neville. But the first thing that I thought we would talk about is like, he's supposed to be a comedic character. Is he the worst comedic character? Just in terms of being funny, other qualities. Yeah, Neville. I, I can't think of too many times I laughed at Neville for good reason. Now he could have just. He might have been the guy that was supposed to be the butt of the joke. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he's the butt of the joke, and he's also redeemable to us because we've all been that kid before. Where it's like, no matter how much good you do, you somehow end up slipping in front of this girl or somehow being the cause of everybody's laughter. Right? Yeah. But by that same token, he was funnier than some characters, right? Like, ah, nah, actually, no, he was. I was about to say he was funnier than Seamus, but that's big BS. No, so, yeah, Seamus I was is to funnier. Help out, I was trying to Seamus help out Neville. Seamus is funnier. I was trying to help out Neville. Lee Jordan yeah. is funnier. Is there a, a less funny Gryffindor? Percy's funnier. Who's less funny than Neville in Gryffindor? Shit. Um, um, Wormtail, when he's hanging out in the dorm, Pettigrew isn't funny. He ain't you even, have to go that far back. Neville's not even as funny as like the, um, you know, the picture, The painting. The, yeah. pe- the picture that let them into the house. Yeah, yeah. The fat lady. That's one of the funniest. Damn, Neville. Yeah, I tried. I really did. Yeah. So if you think, I mean, Neville has other redeeming qualities and we can think about those later. Because I'm not writing off Neville as a Even character Even his grandmother completely. was funnier than he was. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough beat. Imagine if you bombed and then your grandma went up and killed. <laughs> I can imagine that. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a really... Damn, man. And it's really crazy because we only really get to see the grandmother probably, what, three times in the book? Yeah. But she's just written in a much more hilarious way. But maybe that's because we know the character of Neville so well. He's just not funny. So when he's... Okay. And this was... Okay, so this is another thing for funny that we can deal with. And we can deal with this the whole time, too. Uh, now we got to save it. Okay, I'm going to save it for later. Because right, cool. this is this is a pretty big thing for the character. Okay, so but dealing with him not being funny, he's definitely... So he's less funny than all those characters, right? And, uh, and they... Try to make him, like, funny in the first movie. And uh, so then when you look at his other redeeming qualities. Which are? 
Um, he has like a he has a sense of character, and this is I think why there's the big divide on Neville in the movies. That actor conveys Neville's sense of character. Like you feel like Neville's a good guy watching that actor, but there is no charisma. That actor does not have charisma. So there are women that relate to Neville having a sense of character, and they're like, I love Neville, he's a good guy. I like that he's a good guy. But then there's other women that are like, what do you mean? He's like wet cardboard. And they have no, and so there's a big divide. There is a civil war going on right now among women and gay men over whether Neville Longbottom, the movie Neville Longbottom Mm -hmm. is uh, attractive. Ah. And I agree with the people who say he's not. Golly. (laughs) Well, Will is giving his opinion on that. (laughs) I just don't think he's charismatic. I'm not talking about his his looks or anything. He has no charisma. He has a sense of character, and that's where his value is. You look at him, you're like, you're a good guy. But you wouldn't want to be friends with him because he's boring. Right, right, right. But is Neville Longbottom himself not boring? Exactly. And then the question, that's the thing, because like, Neville is so dramatic about his clumsiness. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's clumsy, but he treats it like everyone at school hates him all the time. And it's like, no, you're just clumsy. Now, here's one thing I do want to jump on in with Neville, right? Because his clumsiness and everything else can be attributed to something. With magic, he wasn't using his own wand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was almost... He, he almost, had a toad. Yeah. His grandma gave him a toad of all things. So the thing about Neville, for me, was that... He was always really clumsy when it came to his magic, but that there was a reason for that. Yeah. He was using his parents' wand. He had the toad, right? But like you said, sometimes your grandma gives you something that's completely out of date. I was raised by older parents. My parents had to be at least like 10 years older than most of my friends' parents, right? Yeah. So there'd be times I'd show up dressed for a party looking like one of the Isley brothers. Yeah, I had that too. You feel me? We were dressed older than we should have been Right. my whole childhood too. So with that being said, I get Neville. And I think that's why in the movies, I always kind of, I felt that character, those first two books, right? Yeah. Because I definitely had my time in like middle school where kids could be fucking cruel, dog. Yeah. And like, you'll walk around and now you're you going, wait, why am I getting blamed for this thing that I didn't do? Neville always seemed like that kid. Yeah. Like he was always a part of some hijinks. So if you were like that, you rooted for him. You know what I'm saying? If you weren't like that or weren't into those types of people, the movie Neville came out in like the early 2000s. Being a quote-unquote nerd wasn't the best thing then. So that character got judged anyway. But that's another wrinkle. Is that guy a nerd? I mean, you see him in... Even what he does in the Mm -hmm. book, let alone the movie, like, is he a nerd or is he just somebody who's like a bad learner? Like, he looks... Bad when he's learning new stuff. No, he's a nerd, especially when it comes to things like herbology. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely a nerd. He wasn't particularly one of the cool kids. He didn't hang out with Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. I see it. He's a nature nerd. Got it. He's like a gardening nerd. Okay. You know, and again, after Bellatrix Lestrange got out of prison, that's another thing I thought the movie Neville did well. I thought he acted that emotion. Yeah. Really well. Well, all that stuff is like content to character content stuff, right? Content to character, true. Yeah, like he's really good at conveying feelings and all that stuff. He was solid at it. It's just charisma. That's what he doesn't have. Okay, so now let me ask you, for Neville as a character in general, Harry Potter, who was the best character for him? 
in your opinion. His like, best relationship or who yeah. he compliment like on screen? Like in general. Well like, on both do- I'd say Hermione. I'd say Hermione brought out the best in Neville and uh yeah, for sure. You'd say Hermione? Yeah, what would you say? Bellatrix. Oh, yeah. Bellatrix. Well that's a different side of him, but yeah, that shit's dope. Right. Sure. Because it's okay. the final product. Yeah. It's the final product. Well, I mean, you just took my idea and put it on cocaine. <laughs> well, basically, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a- you really did. You just added, like, cocaine to the normal soda of my Hermione yeah. dynamic. Then you get Bellatrix, you get yeah. a walking weird and all that craziness, yep. 48 hours of being awake in a row. Um, <laughs> like, that's what that vibe is. It's just like, what if you took a married couple and you put them together for 48 hours and no one could sleep? It'd just be Bellatrix and Neville. Oh, God. Nah, that 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 would be that movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's what yeah. that would be, because I think Neville would try to get out of here. Yeah. But it wouldn't be as coordinated. I mean, it would it would be like a drunk Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Like still as vicious, but they just wouldn't look as glamorous about it. It'd be messy as fuck. Now I say all that just to say this. The reason that I'm gonna say Bellatrix the Strange brought out the best in Neville is because I like to see good characters have those tempting moments of wanting to go there. I see it. It's it's Batman defeating the Joker. It's like Batman's more impressive defeating the Joker than when he's coming to terms with his emotional relationship with his father in therapy. Yes. It made no sense to me that we didn't get Neville versus Bellatrix. Yeah. I compl- I really didn't like that. I thought that was a big letdown for well, myself. I don't know. How, well, how'd you I mean, feel? That's the, the author's a woman. Of mm-hmm. course she's going to see Molly's beef with Bellatrix as above Neville's. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and I would say she's more right you know, like yeah. if you just look at it objectively, like Bellatrix killed her siblings. Yeah. And she had just killed her kid mm-hmm. in front of her. Neville's parents were injured to the point where they were tortured for their whole lives. But they still alive. And that fucks up a kid and that's serious. But like, yeah, I, I get Molly having first dibs over Neville. I get it too. I'm just saying I don't need it to be in the last movie. Yeah. Oh, he well, in the ministry, they kind of did it. Not really. Yeah, well, like you ain't you ain't throw a shove. Like I, I, I I'd have shoved you. Yeah, I'd have shoved. Now it's easy to say what you would have done. You know Honestly, the most badass shit, shoved. the most badass shit, and what I would have done mm-hmm. if I'm if and I think that J.K. Rowling was right to give the kill to Molly. Yes, I'm gonna say that. But if you're gonna give the kill to Neville, I think in book seven. Nobody, like, the Battle of Hogwarts happens, mm-hmm. and Voldemort's like, where's Bellatrix? And nobody knows. Right. And then after, Neville's like, yeah, two months ago, I stalked her down, and I just knifed her. <laughs> ah, gee. Fucking yeah. throat. Right. From behind. No magic at all. No magic. If Neville's, like, just telling Hermione, and she's horrified, it's like, yeah, I just stabbed her a bunch of times. I, that That definitely would be something that would get people, like, Kingsley to put you on the watch list. Like, ain't nobody yeah. gonna judge no, you. That's but psychotic. Yeah, you'd be psychotic. But that, if you were gonna like take this story and put it in Game of Thrones, hilarious. That's yeah. what fucking happens. Yeah. So that no, and I think that's like, yeah, obviously that's not appropriate for the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. And I think Molly is better I in mean, every Molly way. Molly blew her up. Yeah, yeah. Saying, that shit's badass. She, and Molly said like a line. Yep, not my daughter, you bitch. Pow! But if you're gonna give it to Neville... That's how it should happen. Yeah, you gotta make that shit Game of Thrones. I also <laughs> think you can't give Neville uh, her 
and um, uh, Nagini in the same in the same battle. He can't take out. He, he got to take out both Voldemort's women, Dude, bro. Why not? Neville yeah, killing true. Nagini is kind of like if uh, if you end up like on a double date mm-hmm. and you're just with the friend of the person. <laughs> you <have no> attraction. <laughs> it's like, oh, I wanted to kill either Voldemort or Bellatrix. They're like, you can kill Nagini. Bro, you like, can kill the pet. nothing to me. You can kill the pet, dog. Yeah, yeah, you can. Can well, I kill his plant? I'm more into plants than pets. Well, does that mean that if, uh, if Voldemort went after Neville that <laughs> night because he could have gone after either, does that mean Harry gets Nagini? Yeah. Probably, but at least they can talk. Nagini's for <laughs> the side chick. Nagini's like for the one that uh, he didn't choose. Yeah, you get oh, the condo. Y'all ain't shit, bro. <laughs> Nagini gets the condo. Great. So now, just on a development level, do, can you say that Neville Longbottom was developed well for you, like just throughout throughout? So book in the book, movies. his redeeming qualities are that he's really loyal. He's a really good guy, mm-hmm. and he gets better. He's a good learner, and yes. that was. They did it a little in the movies, mm-hmm. and it's good that they did it a little. I that's the one thing I wanted to see even more. Like Neville went, and they they show it mm-hmm. as much. Maybe they give it as much time. You know, those movies are long as fuck. They are. Uh, but yeah, like Neville's a really good learner. If you put him in a good learning environment, he can learn stuff, and he can get really good at magic. Wasn't he? A, couldn't he teach magic really well too? Yeah, like, he could. He helped yeah. out. During he helped the, people. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. It, and it's a little messed up. There's like I think in the movie he like helps Ginny. Yeah, and Ron, or it's either him or Harry helps Ginny, and Ron's weird about it. I always thought it would be. I always thought it would be Neville that ended up with Ginny. I always I thought, thought that once they went to the dance together, I thought that would be a thing. Yeah, I mean we've talked so much about like Ginny. That Ginny's just that's just still a weird. Yeah, to his development. From the kid we met in the first movie to the kid that ended up becoming the herbology teacher at Hogwarts, I thought it was really um, cool how he escalated. Because every time you you didn't expect it in the first movie, the fact that he won the House Cup for everybody. Yeah. And he had no idea that was coming. I would also like... I would like if Neville got rich and then became the herbology teacher. Yeah. I, that's the one wrinkle. I would love if it's like Neville Longbottom uh, discovered the cure for dragon acne and mm-hmm. then made, you know, $40 million in three years and then sold his company and has a billion dollars and he's the herbology teacher at Hogwarts. Nothing would make me happier. The only thing would be is that day two, Neville too would be richer than the Weasleys if that happened. Well, I mean, that's the that's the thing. Like, that's just the breaks in Harry Potter, right? <laughs> well, the Weasleys get richer for sure because Percy is probably gonna go a lot further than Arthur in the Ministry. He's gonna make some money. Um, Bill is already making money, um, and the other one works at the bank. Charlie, he's making money. Literally making money. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and then if you okay, so Ron runs the joke shop. Uh, with George well. and they they probably do the worst of all of them mm-hmm. Ginny's a sports writer she probably does very well and she's married to a celebrity and she's gonna lean on that celebrity and monetize the fucker who's, who's Neville married to? Neville? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a character in the movie oh, okay. in the in the well in the movie they put him and Luna together it's corny yeah. uh, in the book Neville's character Neville's wife isn't in the 
Not yeah. somebody that's named. Yeah, not somebody that's named. It would okay. be it would be dope if she was like, I don't know, like a movie director or something interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so go, go for it. Go for it. I was just going to say that I appreciate how you came up from the first book being that character that you felt for and the last book being that character that you looked to for like strength. He ended up being a pillar. I never thought that was going to be the case. Like he killed Nagini, like Max said, basically the side chick, but... Yeah. I didn't think Neville was going to get a kill. I thought it was going to be all the main three. I didn't think so either. I never expected Neville to get bloody. Yeah. Right? So the fact that he got that scene... Oh, I thought he might kill a person. Oh, okay, gotcha. I thought he might kill a person. See, you always thought he had that in him. I always thought Neville would be the person that was always holding the gun. He could have killed Fenrir Greyback. He, I think Neville for sure could kill... If Maybe not with Avada Kedarva, but with something like... If he knew... How? Yeah, I mean, I think he could Imperio and, like, drown the guy. I think he could Imperio Fender Grey back to death. All right. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying, like, to see him do that. Yeah. Like, to come out and just straight up. I think he Excellent. could. Especially if Fender Greyback was attacking somebody. Somebody, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, are we ready for, I have the bombshell thing that will change how you think about Neville. I mean, hit his. We in the home stretch anyway. Is Neville better if Neville's a girl? Um, no. You don't think so? No. Think about it. I'm thinking. Neville is... So ne- the idea of, like, Neville being clumsy and, like, a slow learner and all those things, like, I just think that those characters, a lot of them have been boys. If you think about, like, other stories, yeah. I mean, okay, so in Game of Thrones, who's, like, the dumb one? Do you watch Game of Thrones, Max? Okay. Um, yeah, you you got you got you talk. Now to, I'm out of my depth. Yeah, man. Well, okay, so I but, ain't no game thrown like that. Okay, so think about like Pokemon, right? Right. Pokemon. Who was like? Who was the clumsy one? Ah, Ash. Yeah, Ash. It's so it's the boy again, and I'm trying to think of some of the other. I mean, even if you look at like what are the big stories with um, with female li- like lead characters, it's like the Hunger Games. Or a Twilight, those kinds of right. things, and it's never like the stigma of being clumsy or being a slow learner or being like the accidental center of attention. And I just think it would be interesting. And I also think, in a way, it makes Neville and Hermione's friendship so much more special and interesting if mm-hmm. Neville's a and if Neville's a girl. Right. Um, and then it also like all the shit that they did in the movies with Neville and Luna, and even. I don't know. Even the the Neville and Ginny stuff was like weird. I never yeah. liked Neville's dynamic. I thought like you know, it would be interesting if Neville had like a girlfriend character in the books, but like I didn't like his dynamic with any of the people that J.K. Rowling put him with. Fair. Okay. So now you just unpacked a lot. So I'm gonna try to take a point by point. So the reason I wouldn't be more interested in it is because I feel like that was, we'd still get the same character. The development and all that would still be the same, right? Yeah. Um, now, let me pull back and give it some room. Once I give it some room to breathe, I still don't see it just because, considering the other characters, I feel like Hermione would then be combative. I don't think Hermione welcomes in other female energy for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason her and Ginny are cool. Your family's family. You know what I'm saying? She likes Ron. You're Ron's sister. Harry ain't bring y'all around like that. Yeah. 
It's like, yeah, y'all cool to date, but when this is the three, it's the three. I think Hermione would have kind of treated Neville the way Ron treated her. Yeah. That first time. And her, and the, those two characters in particular already had a bit of a weird interaction. With but what does that mean? If that If that's the case, then does... If Hermione treats Ron mm-hmm. the way Ron treated her, so Ron was totally oblivious no, I mean, that I think Hermione she liked Neville. him. Yeah, so yeah. Hermione is going to be totally oblivious that Neville. So think about that. Neville is the most clumsy, oafish, bad poker face person. Mm-hmm. Neville's or Hermione's the smartest, most intuitive, noticing, perceptive person. Yeah. She's going to miss this. That means she's lying to herself. Trying not trying to miss it, which means she views him as a friend because she has no romantic attachment to him. Well, in in this case, I just don't see it working because Hermione doesn't seem to mesh too well with too many females. Well, Hermione's well, Hermione's not attracted to Neville at all. For no, I'm sure. not talking about that. I'm saying just as far as friendships go. But that's the problem, right? It's not that Hermione doesn't get along with women. Mm-hmm. It's that the other Gryffindors who were women at the time mm-hmm. are not Hermione's type of friend. Mm-hmm. Hermione could have definitely been cool with Luna if they spent more time together. Uh, she could have been cool with Ginny even if they were the same year. Like, that was her closest friend. But, like, that shit's lame. But it's lame because Lavender and all those other girls didn't like Hermione. Okay, I'm just say straight out. I think you're wrong just because... Like Neville didn't hang out with the three in general. If what we take, mean? if we look Which at the, three, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, they didn't hang out. They weren't the closest. Like Neville, that Neville was the closest with Hermione of the three of them. How Hermione was always helping. Remember, even uh, when they jinx in the first book when they paralyzed Neville. Yeah, yeah. Hermione apologizes. Of course, the yeah. other two are like, who cares? There's a couple of different times. Uh, there's a couple different times in the books. I think there's one time where Hermione mentions the thing about Neville's parents to Harry, mm-hmm. and Neville had told her that in confidence, and mm-hmm. she was the only person Neville ever told. Mm-hmm. So that's Neville's closest person in the world to him. Yeah. Neville, I mean, let's be honest, is probably in love with Hermione, but knows that she's never ending up with him. I don't see any of that. Now? <laughs> no, I don't I see, see any it of that. Now. Thoroughly. Got you. Well, I don't share the vision you do this time, brother. Got it. I don't share the vision you do this time, bro. I know for me, I don't um I don't think it'd been a more interesting character because I think it I think his arc would have A stayed the same. Yeah. I don't see how he acclimates to the group now because A, I think it would be it would make it weird. That foursome wouldn't work. Okay, what if Neville was gay? I still don't think it would work. I think just, it, it just makes because, it more interesting, A, to have a gay oh. character, because that dynamic at Hogwarts would be an interesting thing. Like what? Well, at the Yule Ball. Think about how much Dumbledore copped out Nigga, at the Yule Ball. Dumbledore. Think about that, though. There's the gay teacher is the, the head of the school. There's no gay kids, or the gay kids don't feel comfortable dancing with each other. What's this teacher doing that he can't even make kids uh, feel comfortable? Ne- this is another way Dumbledore... If I was if I was Lucius Malfoy, do you know uh-huh. how mad I would be that Dumbledore was not accepting of LGBTQ wizards? He should be fired. I, I tell you what. Not only am I sure Dumbledore was, Dumbledore danced with McGonagall because his man is in jail, bro. That's the only <laughs> fucking option he had. But... Yeah, Move no. on, Dumbledore. I truly just think Neville's arc, his character arc, remains the same. I yeah. don't think, however you change this character, I think the shit that he goes through, he goes through. 
I think whatever he is, male, female, gay, straight, whatever the fuck, it goes this way. I don't see that character getting any closer to Hermione than it did in the books, right? Male, female, whatever. I don't see it much changing Ron and Harry too much because they got to focus on what they got to focus on. Once it's time for Neville to become a soldier with them in book five, nigga, it's time to become a soldier. Yeah. We going to leave the school anyway. You going to stay in the school anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't, yeah, I just don't see how it changes. Okay. Yeah. Max, I, how about you? I'm sorry. I mean, no, so go sure. for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't really see it. I mean, I think it changes just in that it is interesting to see more, uh, like a, a gay character or like, um, uh, have another I, by the prominent way, I was laughing woman. at the idea of I sold this as this is the bombshell to end all bombshells. Yeah. And both of you guys went, Yeah, I don't think this changes anything yeah, actually. No. I think it changes I think it, it changes something for like diversity and like maybe the character interactions are a little yeah, different, sure. but I don't think the character itself or the journey thought, changes that's what I'm too saying. much. Well I just thought that all of like Neville's brief, weird romantic things at Hogwarts were corny and that's not how I think of that character because if that character is a fast learner or if that character does learn eventually and then really understand stuff if that's the whole strength of that character I think he would figure out the social interaction stuff too and that's that's I guess the biggest thing for me is like if Neville can grow in one area I think he should have the opportunity to grow in other areas I got you I think um, Neville always did the best he could with what he had right so I know what it's like to be that kid that goes out to bust a move, but you don't really know how to dance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then we have the folks like you that's like, oh, well, look, that dance move is awkward. Yeah, <laughs> nigga, I'm trying it for the first time. Quit hating. So, I'm, not, I'm not a hater, by the way. Right. But see, even in your not hating, just yeah. your commenting to the motherfucker that made that awkward move, but oh, yeah, it still gnashes the ears when they hear it. Sure. Right. So I feel like Neville was that kid that always had to get comfortable with what ever he was as far as his position was concerned in Hogwarts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't Harry Ron and Hermione. He wasn't quite Seamus in the bottom tier. He was never long bottom. If you ever learned a story about what happened with with Voldemort and your parents, yeah. Harry, you might look at Harry, that relationship itself might be weird. That might be why he told Hermione and not Ron and not Harry. I wonder if a lot of kids knew Neville's situation and just were quiet about it. Like their parents told them. Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Yeah. Now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that has been today's dive on Neville Longbottom. Really? What a place to end it. What a place to end it, right? Yeah. I think so, too. I think we asked more questions than we answered. And I think that makes for a very good episode. Yes, I agree. Having said that, it's time for plugs. Max, where can they find you? You can find me at uh, Max Marcus Comedy on all uh, social media. And if they're in New York, uh, I have a new bar show monthly, last Wednesday of the month, at hey. D-Tut Bar, up on uh, 91st and 2nd Ave. So hey. swing by the last Wednesday of uh, July. Mm. Make sure y'all swing by that, last Wednesday of July, and last Wednesday of every month. Yeah. Make sure y'all check out Max's show. Will, where can they find you? You can find me on uh, Instagram, at Will Posnan. And you can find me on Instagram at NicoWhite93. That's at N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3 on Instagram. Watch my special. It's called Dark Out. It's on YouTube. D-A-R-K-O-U-T on YouTube. Check out the MaxCast podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm Nico White. And I'm Will Posner. Brother on three.
One, two, three. Mischief, Mischief managed. managed. Ah! Better in person.